Hey, this is Fran with the Insiguri Podcast. Your wrestling podcast fix. New weekly episodes. And Mark's on the round table. Every Raw and SmackDown pay-per-view on iTunes and SoundCloud.com. Yeah. For anyone who's being bullied. You're bullying me right now. In school, at work, in this or on social session. media. You're not alone. I feel alone. And it's okay to be different. Who wants to be ordinary? Me. Be extreme. You know your damn role. And shut your damn mouth. <laughs> Welcome to the Instagram Podcast. I'm your host, DB Richards, alongside Fran and JCL. We got news, results, and much, much more. Yeah, everybody's got a prize. Hey, what's going on, Fran and JCL? Kind of a little bit pissed off that... JCL's not here. You're here. You're just upset like... It happens. TV shows get canceled. Dude, look at Legend House. Legend House was Legend House is not Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh my gosh, calm down. My dog upstairs agrees. I can hear him whining. (laughs) Thank you, Gizmo. (laughs) It's going to be all right. No, it's not. It is. Let's just get on to the podcast. Yes. We're not talking about Brooklyn Nine-Nine. We're not talking about anybody else's favorite shows. We're talking about wrestling. Let's talk about wrestling. Wrestling? Best friend be mad if Fortnite got canceled. I don't give a shit about that. Sure you don't. Because I would just go back to Call of Duty. See? It'll be okay. It'll be okay. I'll give you a hug, but then you probably punch me. Nathan Fallon's going to have a cop show coming out. Oh, wow. Nathan Fallon. I'm so excited for that. Dude, he's he's Firefly. (laughs) So... You guys can see the look I just shot DV. Anyway, what's been going on? (laughs) Meh. Meh. Pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. Hashtag pretty much. Big Cass beating up little person. Oh, actually, you know what? Let's talk about Raw and SmackDown and talk about that part. It's not not nice to say little person. No, no, no. I didn't call him a midget. I called him a little person. That is the politically correct way of saying midgets. So, who do you know that's a midget? Hornswoggle. Yeah, but Horswell are you? F- a leprechaun. Yeah, but are you friends with him? No, not really. Well, then who gives a shit? I, I I know a lady I used to work with. They used to work with. Do you still talk to them? No, not really. But it's it was funny because I remember we worked at Walmart, so she went and got the managers to come up and say there was a box up front, and like something's wrong with the box, so. She, she hid in the box. So when they came up to try to open it to find out what's wrong, she popped out. I would have kicked that box right over. <laughs> I would like, what the fuck? But, like, I asked her one time. I was like, we're, sitting, we're standing at the curb. I was like, I got a question for you, Maureen. And she goes, what's up, Dave? And I was like, do you need a parachute to go off the, um, the side um, of the curb? All right, moving on. What's, what have we got? <laughs> yeah, we, we were talking about Big Cass beating up a little person, and it led to that. So... What was that article about on um, online talking about how Vince McMahon and the writers got pissed off at Big Cass because he went off script. Because he, he went <laughs> off script. So basically, the segment on SmackDown with him was supposed to really just end after the big boot. Yeah, and after that, Big Cass, he he was like adamant. He, he had to beat up the little person a little bit more afterwards. So, do you really think it's that big of a deal or it's Hey, you need to follow the script. But 
I mean, it's not that big of a deal, but at the same time, the big boot was enough. I I think what you said right there is the point because regardless, I mean, you want you want the you want the person out there to kind of go with their character and you know if they if if he felt that that would have added to his character then but now that everything is very cut and dry but uh wow, it's pouring outside um it's gonna thunder roll soon but man that is really distracting <laughs> <laughs> yeah but he the, the big boot was enough I, I think that's what the main point was was the fact that like that's basically his finisher and it's what why why would you need to do anything else to you know he should just do a big boot and then a leg drop <laughs> no because we haven't seen so Brock Lesnar not fighting till SummerSlam right there that that makes me that makes me angry that makes me want to see that total oh, strapped and and everything on Facebook and online talking about his record breaking his quote-unquote record-breaking universal title reign. It's easy to have a record-breaking title reign when you don't defend a goddamn title. Now, some Correct. people... Now, some people... This is a very small percentage, but we'll talk about these people. The ones that say, but he's a special attraction. He shouldn't be wrestling all... He, actually, you know what? He is a special attraction. No, no, no. no. But, but, but here was the other thing. Here was the other thing. Was that... So, they were talking about, okay, well, they're comparing it to Punk's. Punk had a lot more actual defenses, so a there's really more. no comparison there. But then other people were like, oh, but what about in New Japan? People talking about Okada's reign. It, but Okada actually wrestles more. Yeah. He might have he might have the same number of title defenses, but he wrestles more all around. Yeah. Look at look at CM Punk. He wrestled all the time. And he has one of the record breaking of that this era of the modern era yes the modern era look at Bruno he wrestled all the time at least until he got hurt yeah um, Bob Backlund wrestled all the time all, the old timers wrestled all the time even I Bert even Fr- had to say Hogan like, Bret Hart wrestled all the time you know what I mean yeah but back then the whole thing was that even if they didn't even if they didn't have the same number of defenses or anything television wasn't nearly as big as it is now so they can Whatever they could have stretched it out longer. Whatever happened to the thirty day rule? Oh. Yeah, you can't defend the title. You had to defend the title within thirty days. Oh, that yes, was going the second Brock Lesnar came around. Yeah, like, they literally had it up until the point that Brock became world champ. Basically, because they knew so this. they couldn't put him on TV for five minutes. Jack Tunney will not put up with this shit. No, where is Elway? Yeah. <laughs> no I, comment. Well, like, here, I have, like, a statistic on, like, Brock Lesnar's title reign. In the last, let's say, 400-plus days, he's had 10 title defenses. That's not right. Four live show appearances, six pay-per-view appearances, and no matches on Raw and SmackDown. But the bigger statistic, the one that's really mind-blowing, is how many people they defend against. Wasn't I mean, it, like, just, a, like, three or four people? It's like a handful of people. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. And you know what Brock thinks? Nah. Exactly. That's why I honestly can't respect Brock as a wrestler. Because he, like, like, I get, like, for them, it's like a job. And, like, this is their money. But at least they're passionate about it. At least they have some form of respect for it. Brock, I mean, Brock truly does not care one way or the other as long as you line his pockets. 
st- and I, I can't respect it. I do. It was, agree, I do agree that he's a special attraction, but I do think he should be wrestling every pay per view. Well, not well. Okay, let's say he's not that precious that he needs to be protected like that. Well, correct. Let's say that you did stick with his schedule, his very, very light schedule. Why can't he have matches like he used to? Is it really that big of a deal? Because he is a good wrestler when he gives a shit. He just doesn't give a shit right now. I really don't care for his suplex, 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 man. But that's the thing, is that before all that, even even when he came back and he had that string of matches or whatever before his match was seen at SummerSlam, he was having actual matches. Correct. And they were not that bad. I mean, it, it was... The only one that people really remember very well that was like, oh, this is a great match was the one they had against CM Punk. That was a great match. But, but CM Punk was is a great wrestler. Yeah, but it was good on both ends. Like, it wasn't just Punk, so. But, like, everybody, like, talks about CM Punk all the time. He left us, the fans. He didn't necessarily leave us. He, he left, left the us. crappy work environment. I don't care, but he still left us. He could have came out and said, yo, apologize to the fans. But I haven't got an apology yet. Because CM Punk is a hypocrite. That's that's why. And he will make no apologies about it because he doesn't give a shit. Like, he's so like, I don't, I don't like doing sh- this and whatever. And we weren't even talking about CM Punk. We were talking about Brock. But let's talk about other people that don't give a shit. So, <laughs> speaking of which, I hope he gets... Yeah, so what do you... Uh, this wasn't part of a topic, So, but this is another thing. Who was the other person that Punk was... Um, Who's he lined up to face for the next UFC show? Um, I actually haven't really been paying attention to his UFC. I am not a big UFC guy. Yeah, but wasn't it basically somebody that, like, it, it was like, okay, this guy is an even bigger scrub than the other scrub that whooped his ass. Yeah, it's basically like, they're still, they're still, they're still giving him, like, not the major people, just like, you know, the jobbers, essentially. Yeah. But that's the problem. The jobbers can whoop his ass. Yeah. So Mike Jackson, his name is. Mike yeah. Jackson. Yeah. If if this guy beats Punk, Punk needs to just get back into wrestling. Yeah. It's like you had your dream and your dream was crushed. Go back to Vince. Or at least go to Bellator. <laughs> I don't even think he would do well there. And Bellator's division is not nearly as good. I mean So Well, well that was a, that well that was one of the thing reasons why um I mean, Lashley stuck around with Bellator for a long time. I mean, because he was smart. Mm-hmm. He knew not to do more than more than what he was, you know, capable of. So the fight is June 9th. It's a Saturday night. Oh. So I, guess I think I'll, we should go I'll see give it us. a look, but I'm not going to invest any time just, into it. Just catch it on YouTube. Yeah. It'll be up there right up. It'll be up there after the show's over. Well, I'm not paying 40 bucks for something that might only last 30 seconds. I was just going to go up to, like, maybe one of them places that throw it on and ain't even worth it just check it on youtube yeah like watch it on your phone while you're taking a shit it'll probably be the, the, round, the same duration as the instagram video anyway or a vine video yeah if vine still exists yeah that's a good question anyway. Two, uh 205 live who what was the one match you were talking about that happened on there the buddy murphy and mustafa ali match was probably one of the best matches i've seen so far this year you said that you were like really impressed with buddy murphy didn't you like he's He's really working, like working it in the two hundred five division. Like career wise, that was a good move for him because 
bringing down that weight and like reinventing his character a little bit has really helped him out. Like, I'm really surprised how well he's doing. And the fact that he put on a damn near five star match on top of that, no, just no discredit to Mustafa Ali because you already know he's incredible. I mean, Mustafa Ali basically landed a moonsault from the top rope onto the floor. Yeah. Isn't Buddy Murphy dating Alexa Bliss? Yes. Is it the reason why he lost the weight? Because he doesn't want to get the hands? <laughs> All kidding aside, Buddy Murphy is doing phenomenal at 205 Live. So it's a match you're telling me I should sit down and watch. I tell you, if you want to get back in 205 Live, that is the match you start with. Oh, I haven't had a chance to watch 205 yeah, this week. Yeah, but 205 Live ever since Enzo has been canned has been doing a lot better, though. Hasn't That's mainly it? because Triple H has taken over now. Yeah. Then they say, Thank you, Triple H. Yeah, didn't they say that um, 205's kind of had more of the NXT flair than like Pretty what much. it was before? Like, it's like as close, as, right now, it's as close to old school original WCW, like. Cruiserweight division? Yeah, as it possibly can be right now. Could we, like, see, like, the lightweight title come in there for 205? I mean, because it's possible they're already talking about, like, a tag team title for them. Because they do have so many lightweights, one title. It would be nice to give him the lightweight title and bring it back. Wait, the lightweight title? But they already have a title. The lightweight for the like no, the, the light heavyweight title for like make it like the IC title or US title. Uh, a secondary cruiserweight. Yeah, mm. because you, that title was around for a long time. I feel like Takamichi Noko. That's true, but I feel yeah, like that, for them, they just need the cruiserweight and maybe like a tag team title. Yeah. I can't re- see any reason to bring in another like. There, there no respect to the light heavyweight titles. I know it's pretty prestigious, but still, I feel like just what they have right now and the high possibility what about of a tag a TV team. title. Just a TV, TV title that could work too. Yeah, we haven't seen one. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, is that even Austin Aries was saying this back when he was still around, or you know, he, he said that two hundred five live is still it's going to be a work in progress for years. Oh yeah. If they, if if they if if they're that if they're that like um, dedicated to it, that it's still because it's the whole thought process that you know that they have with the fan base and everything. They still need to. It's like this still needs to be a show that casual people can watch. I will stick with my original thought. They need to bring in you know on a regular people from NXT like like people that fit the cruiserweight you know weight from NXT like Roderick Strong for example. Mm-hmm. Um, the new guy that they just put in, I forgot his name. He's another European wrestler. But, you know, just bring in some more cruiserweights. Can you Pete Dunne? No, not Pete Dunne. Um, um, he's a, he was on live events. I Tyler B? No, not Tyler, he's not like, he's, he's like, not the, he's not UK. Yeah, he's, he's like recent. But like, mm. yeah, but they can still bring those guys in too if they yeah. have like that weight class. Hell, you can even put the, um, UK title on 205 Live if you're not going to make it a secondary title on NXT. The t- the tournaments they were doing with the like, cruiserweight and all that, should I bring that back every year? I think so because it would make it would bring interest back into it. Shouldn't they have like a tag team one too, like a big giant tag? Team? I don't think they should have like a big giant tag team one because that's what the Dusty Rhodes Classic is for. But we don't see it. They should just take the Dusty Rhodes and put it out there. I mean, true, but I feel like having a whole giant cruiserweight tag team thing that'd just be a little too much. Maybe like an invitational tag team thing, kind of similar to the Dusty Rose Classic, but not really. Once they get to the point in time with their roster where they're like, okay, 
we're going to work with these guys. We could probably can these people. That's when they're going to do that. Because it's kind of like a scouting report for them. It's like, okay, these people will do well on TV. Mm-hmm. So I'm a big fan of tournaments. So I love the yeah. Cruiserweight tournament. Well, you, you know well I mean? any tournament. You're a King of the Ring guy, weren't you? Yes, I was. Yeah. <clears throat> like, I love the March Madness. Like, I love... I love the like the tournaments going through. I love watching you like leagues. tournament hockey, baseball. You know what I mean? Watching that's, it. that's why you're the league guy because you like leagues. I love fantasy leagues. Either way, I kind of think, and no disrespect to you, I kind of think Austin Aries is a little off on his thing of like it being a long ways to go because the product that they have right now is superb. But when Austin was there, well, Triple Austin, H wasn't in charge. Yeah. And now it, Triple H is in charge. He might have a different aspect. That doesn't necessarily mean that. I mean, Austin does at this point. Austin doesn't really need to come back because he's he's doing well on his own. Oh, but no, no, no. It's he no shouldn't come yeah. back. But it's no secret that you know Triple H running things is a lot significantly better than Vince running things. Correct. Yeah, but here's here's the thing though: is the fact that it's not even they can have a superb product, but it still needs to reach the casual audience. And even with NXT, Triple H and Stephanie in many press conferences and whatever, when they were first establishing NXT, said that this show is being catered to the smart crowd. Like, they they made that very clear. Honestly, what they should do is make it its own, like, not necessarily its own show, but actually, you know what, kind of. Kind of like how they did ECW, Mm -hmm. but, like, make it its own thing, make it appear on... Like let's let's say Wednesday, like on regular TV though, right? And then that way you can incorporate people from like NXT for a little bit. That probably won't have you know get their shot that much on NXT time. You could introduce like a tag team title for them, or bring in like a television championship. That's not gonna work. I'm just saying if they really want. There's one reason. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, but like if they really want to invest it and go the extra mile, that's like steps you can take. That way, it brings it to the casual fans. It, it gives revenue for them. They start doing some crazy stuff, and then boom, you have more interest into it. But there's one problem with that. That's Vince McMahon. He's not going to invest big money into something like that. You know, because because basically what's going to happen is is that if he sees somebody who's a big enough star, where it's like, man, we could build a division around this guy, or, or we can like these people are. Then he'll just put him up to the main roster. I mean, guys like Finn Balor technically should be on 205 Live, but he's too much money. So they're going to put him on the main roster. Well, Sami Zayn should be on 205. Um, he's close. I mean, like, because, I mean, he's he's wrestled playing heavyweights where, you know. He should just get a mask and go on 205. That would be uh, Al Jericho. That'd be funny, but. But it'd be kind of like when uh, TNA was doing, like, multiple people with suicide. Oh my gosh, that that's a lot of people. I remember but, Aries was one. Yeah. But I feel like Two Hundred Five Live as a brand could thrive and be its own thing if one Vince gets out of his bias. I know that's a long shot. Two, they're actually willing to invest into it. And three, you solely make it Triple H's bait. You, he's already proven that he's good with NXT. I feel like this should be the next step for him. I agree. That's the thing. I that's think a, they need to bring back war games too. <laughs> war games could be like an every now and thing. Never that's be. that's the thing that's so mind blowing though is the fact that 
whenever anybody talks about the product and they're like, you know, oh man, this pay-per-view, like, you know, this pay-per-view, it sucked. Like, I mean, you just hear it about it all the time. It's just a bunch of bullshit. Why can't but we? It's the fact that they know how to put on a good product. They are, they think that this is a good product for the casual audience. Basically, the casual audience is full of idiots. Exactly, because the casual audience is full of just, you know, regular kids and parents and stuff who don't really, like, invest that much in the wrestling. But the casual audience doesn't even like Roman Reigns. Who the hell likes Roman Reigns right now? My nephew. Besides, okay, one person in the entire world. I think the kids do. I don't I think, think the kids but, really like Roman like but the that way that, but the way like, that, there's guys like Balor and there's guys like oh, Braun. Hold on a second. But the way that they're booking Roman, how is he a role model for kids? And he's certainly not know. an underdog either. I don't know what he is. He is not a role model for the kids. I mean, He's a know. bad guy that's trying too hard to be the good guy. Okay. <laughs> so I, I know that you're giving me sign language, but what are you... I was just saying, time's running. Uh, it's, it's cool. We, well, we're not going to spend a lot of time on this because it's, it's fucking bullshit. It's uh, John Cena and Nikki Bella. This is reality television at its worst, and they need <coughs> to knock it off. Yeah, because I heard like they're still living together, or that she's living with Brie, or. Uh, oh yeah, the big thing was when they said, "Oh, she's living with Brie," and and everybody was joking. It's like, what does Dan O'Brien think? The He's one like, thing I just don't understand is why the hell she needs a new. <laughs> Oops, One thing sorry. I don't understand was why the hell she needed to move back in with Brie. Don't you have enough money to have your own goddamn house? Because she needs emotional support. That's what she got the dog for. Exactly. That she gave um, to Brie and Daniel. <laughs> I just, I just feel like it's just so much. Like, first off, shame on you, Cena, for like even like going through all that and then just. You know, dropping at the last minute. But also, if it's like really like y'all filmed and all this stuff and all that, like shame on both of y'all. It is a work. She I, is the biggest whore and he is the biggest dickhead in wrestling right now. I wouldn't say she's the biggest whore, but she's, uh, she's, any, she's how the much, dumbest chick. Right how much now. money do you think was involved with that? Because you much. know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's all work. Like, you know, anybody that thinks otherwise, th- they're. <laughs> all right what else do we got bobby lashley bobby lashley so, oh oh wait a second so this is going to the backlash pay-per-view but so we finally did see that bobby lashley's finisher is a vertical suplex kevin owens job to a vertical suplex <laughs> congratulations on your new contract kevin <laughs> i mean so, i will say that lashley's doing you know pretty pretty decent above average so far but at the same time, it's just like, come on, man! Like they have so little. I get that they just bought him just because they could. At the same time, like they have so little direction with him right now. There's that they no had to, direction. That they had to pull that one uh, segment with Renee Young, where it's like, Bobby, tell us about you, because we don't even know why you're here right now. And then he came in looking like a goddamn school teacher. I like I to look- I like to say hi to my to this my person. three sisters yeah, to my three. How are you? I love you. I'm like, oh my god. Ugh. It's like Goldberg, but worse. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's not saying I'm glad I can. I want to come back to be a superhero. Bill Ashley, Bobby Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> I love Bobby Goldberg. <laughs> so Vader goes under for another heart. How many heart surgeries? He's, he's had, had a lot. I don't know. Maybe he's had more heart sur- surgeries than like Dick Cheney. 
Maybe he's just they're just trying to fix. No, the problem spots. is he keeps messing himself up by wrestling. I get like like he needs to like wrestle to pay his bills and all that, but like at the same time, you could just do like appearances somewhere. He would be so. You could be like an on-screen personality for Dude, a wrestling promotion. I bet there's literally whole, anything that you could do besides whole, actually wrestling. I bet his whole life is like how Mickey Rourke was in the wrestling. I understand that, but, like, you have to know when, like, you need to put that on the back burner for a minute. Yeah, but was Vader, I mean, what, was Vader a sloppy, or was he a bad spender? I mean, it's not exactly, when you think of people, like, you know, the ones where it's like, I'm doing this because I'm broke, you you think Ric Flair. Yeah. Does Vader ever come to mind? No. He just. And not even wrestling stuff. He could do football-related stuff and still be good. He could be a commentator for something. He could do, like, um... You know, be a correspondent on like ESPN or like or like a sports team specific. Look at Terry Funk. He couldn't get out of wrestling, and he's planning on doing it again. It te- that's Terry Funk. Well, Terry Funk's insane. Terry Funk is fine with dying, but you don't know how insane Vader is. I'm just, he walked around and let a guy. He's not insane. He's head desperate. get stuck in the hangman. Yeah, but that's, his ear get ripped see, off. But the thing is, the biggest difference between Terry Funk and Vader is. Terry Funk is insane. Vader is desperate. Vader is just trying to do what he can, scrap up some quick cash. And the only thing that he feels like he can do, because obviously football is out of the question, is wrestle. But at the same time, he's basically killing himself in the process, figuratively and literally. Dude, I, I, I understand it's wrong. I'm not supporting it. But some people can't get away from it. Yeah, but most of them can't. But it's really hard. I mean, Stone Cold works out regularly. Still kind of looks like he's in his prime. He has no intention of coming back wrestling. Yeah, but he's got enough side projects. That's fine. And and he can get by. He would do completely fine with appearances. You know what the problem is? It's, um... How was it? It was... Like, I mean... I, I was going to say. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking about it. Now I'm going further into this. He could just, you know, be the same thing Mark Henry is, you know, put it or Mark Ronson, just put him on a Legends contract, have him ambassador somewhere, you know, recruit an extra talent. He could be like a trainer or something at NXT, something. It gives him some quick cash, and he's not killing himself in the process. He's don't, not. Don't 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 make him like, a, don't make him a trainer in NXT. Saying, this is how you break a person's back with a powerbomb. I'm just saying he's he's not thinking clearly. He's just like, up. Oh, well, Tell the only option he... I got is to wrestle, so that's just what I'm gonna do. You know what he needs. He needs to go fund me. He needs to talk to Perry Saturn. I mean, it works. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he did it at this point. There's enough people that care about Vader to actually do that. But yeah. WWE killed his career. Dude, he was great in WCW. Came to WWE, was more of a teddy bear. Yeah, but after he left WWE, he was doing fine in Japan. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was doing good in Japan. So what exactly happened? I mean, I'm sure he was getting paid well to be over there. Plus, he was an on-screen personality in, like, TV shows. He was the kid from Boy Meets World's dad. Yeah. So yes. maybe so maybe it's not a matter of money. Frankie. Right. Maybe it's not a matter of money. Maybe it's just a matter of he just doesn't have anything else to do. He's, he's like, you know what? I'm just going to keep doing this until I'm gone. And his son wrestling, I just yeah. It's a dumb thing to do. It's such a waste. Like, you have a family and stuff. Don't you want to be in their lives? I mean, I'm sorry to get, like, extra personal on it, but it's just, like, I just don't understand. You know who needs to talk to him? Daniel Bryan. I mean, it could work, but considering that even DDP couldn't get through to him, 
I don't know what will. Guys like that are just way too stubborn. So, we just lost another wrestler. Another one? Another one. Big Bully Brusek. Nick Brusek. I saw a picture of this guy and I thought he was like a member of the Revival. <laughs> he could look like that. Was he with WWE? Yes, he was with WWE. I remember... I didn't remember was he just that like much. one of those gimmicky wrestlers, but never won like a title or anything. Yeah, he never won a title, but he was he was a good. Um, he was a good wrestler, though. Good wrestler, jobber kind of guy you put against Bret Hart or Shawn Michaels or you know what I mean, them guys. You know what I mean? I'm trying to think who's. I just, I just I just think that's a funny description you have for him. He's a good wrestler, jobber. You put him against Bret Hart. Because look, <laughs> look at Barry Horowitz. He was an amazing jobber. Yeah, I mean. Va- rewind. Vader needs to talk to Barry Horowitz. There is a guy that knows his money. Yeah. But he's, um... What's wrong with him being a Jew? I wasn't saying that. You just said, but he's, um... But... Steroids... Ooh, he's working personality they, tonight. Oh, oh I, well, I, well, No, because, like, well, everybody... Horowitz is Jewish, so... Just, you know, Jewish so... People so it Vader? just... So it goes along with the joke. Anyway. Chris, one Vader was Jewish. No. No. No, Adam Sandler was saying not a Jew. No, you're thinking of Goldberg and Paul Heyman. No, because we're gonna I know they're we're, we're gonna have the Jew Club. <laughs> oh but, God! Okay. Yeah, he yeah. died at the age of sixty-three. Well, uh, what did what he? Uh, oh, what kind terrible. of like spine? Spinal sucks. Yeah. Oh, Rest in peace. Rest in peace, man. Okay, let's let's take a small pause so we're not like moving right along. Um, <clears throat> so. Uh, Kurt Angle, Shane McMahon, and AJ Styles had a table for three recently. And at the end of their table for three was a... There was something at the end of the show where they basically said, if you want to watch their matches, download the Impact Wrestling, um, like, what is it, like... They're, uh, they're basically Impact's uh, global, whatever it's called. Like their Android uh, I- iPhone app, whatever that I they know have. that seems weird, but you gotta keep in mind, during out... Throughout the um show, when it, when it was uh, Adrian they were, and Kurt they were showing footage. We right? were showing footage of TNA matches that Kurt and Shane, were, I mean Kurt and AJ were having. Yeah. So they have they working with TNA right now. I wouldn't necessarily say it's because working. They, it's, it's just like a, like a mild partnership. Yes, they do with. It's just like hey, we you got guys that were famous back in our. Back in our heyday and stuff like that, Ring and Honor. we're willing to be like kind of mutual with you, especially since you know you got the Hardys and stuff. And like Impact's management and their their owners right now are much better business people than who was running before. Yeah, and you got Don Callis and who was the other one? Wasn't um uh, we the people? Um, Jack White? No, the manager. Um, Sam Coulter. No, his real name. I like his real name. Um, well, stop thinking. We know who you're talking about. <laughs> okay. They're in the back. They're great minds. And I think the product is getting a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, I, I will say that. It's starting to get a little better. And he still has a ways to go. Wasn't that you saying bullshit to me that one time? About what? TNA was getting a little bit better. That was before. The whole problem, though, is that... When people have TNA in mind, they still think it's bullshit. Yeah. So it's gonna. So it's the same thing with. It's the same thing with the thought process for a lot of other brands. Even like when we were talking about two hundred five, is the fact that people have a set mentality, and 
you can have a great product for a long time. It has to go even longer than that. Mm-hmm. You have to go for so long that people just forget about how bad you used to be. And the fact that they keep constantly changing owners and like the brands and and like the names and stuff, and they're losing their big stars. It kind of doesn't really help that like you know credibility. Yeah. Let's see, next up we got. Oh, speaking of Don Callis, he got a. Uh, so he he was the latest to get his ass beat by Sammy Callahan. Yeah. Since they're still pushing Callahan as a. Uh, like what exactly heel. are they doing with him He's right like now? He's basically an absolute heel at this point. Just you know, try and get as much heat as he can. I mean, it's working. Don't get me wrong. Then again, it's only working because you almost legit killed somebody and you almost took some guy's eye out. So. Do you think that with, I know that this is, I mean, this is different, but at the same time, it's, so you have Sammy in Impact, but he's also doing all the other shows or any other show that he's doing on the independents. I think that's a smart choice. It gives him more do you, do you think, recognition. Do you think that that kind of uh, way about, you know, expanding on your character or whatever, because there's a lot of things that he can do in the indie shows that say he won't be able to do on TV. I agree. So. I feel like, you know, going around doing house shows at different events and stuff is great for his character. It allows him to, like, develop, you know, more of the personality of the character by, you know, experimenting and doing stuff that, you like you said, he can't really do on TV. But get ready for HOH. That's a hardcore. They're all going to wrestle. They're having a rematch, right? Yes. Who won Was the first it? match? That was a Dreamer's crew, right? Has Dreamer won any HOH match? No, I'm talking about TNA. Oh. Yeah, because Dreamer came back on TNA. Oh, the House of Hardcore match, yeah. They're bringing everything back for that one. So. I like it. I like that cross-promotion style. Yeah. I feel like... There needs to be more of it. Yeah, there really does. Like, I feel like a lot of wrestling companies can really benefit from that. Tommy's a great mind. Tommy, yeah, Tommy knows the business. Like, I felt like if he had more of a role in ECW's heyday, it probably would have stayed afloat a lot longer. Yeah, but the problem with that was just their 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 TV deal really did sink them. Like, they just invested way too much money into something that wasn't going to work. Yeah. It was more commercial than anything. Yeah, it was the fact that, like, once they, once they had their TV deal, there was a lot of things they couldn't do anymore, and it just screwed their product. Pretty much, so. and and it's Dutch my tail with Tom Zeb Coulter. I couldn't think of Dutch. Oh, okay, there you go. Yeah. So we got. We're gonna, we're gonna get back to this. Actually, I'm gonna put this to the bottom. Okay. So money in the bank was the next topic, but we're going to. Talk we're gonna about, move money in the bank. I'm gonna put that on the bottom for right now. Okay. Next up. Charlotte's ruptured tit. Do oh, I'm, I'm sorry. You're gonna say something? No, go ahead. Charlotte's ruptured implant. How the hell did this happen anyway? Did he even say how it happened? No, I think. And did they say how long she's gonna be out? They haven't said how long she's. Gonna she be might out. miss the pay per view, possibly. Yeah, but if it's anything like how China's implant was, she'll probably be like right back on her feet, like looking split. But yeah, it sucks. I will say that. I hope there's not, like, a super amount of damage to it. Yeah. Hopefully because, it, like, the worst case scenario is you could get, like, a silicone into your body, and who knows what could happen. Oh, no, they said that 
like as far as what reports have been saying is that the uh, there there wasn't any like spillage. Yeah, basically. So well, that's good. Wasn't be, there somebody else? Wasn't like Nikki Bell had that problem too? I don't think so. What exactly happened with Alexa Bliss? Didn't she have an issue with her? Like, what was her injury? No, I think she just had breast augmentation. What is with everybody and their titties? I don't know. I mean, what's what's going on? We don't have a female here to tell us what they think. I mean, I don't know if it's true or not, but I'm just saying. That's just the thing I've heard. Is Braun... Is, 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 <laughs> these hands need to be fitting. I mean, the best thing I can think of is that they just want to fill out their shirts more or something. Not 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 in like a you know a sexual way or anything like that, but just like to have like a better you know structure or posture and stuff like that. What if what if uh, Charlotte does get her? I mean, do you think they'll they'll be like okay, well we'll fix it and everything will look the way it did before? If all of a sudden that like throws her off with a lot of things, it's like my gosh, she goes up top for the moonsault and. What the what? hell did she do? She over rotated. What, you think she's gonna like alter her fucking if- equilibrium and shit? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, with that extra weight, like, you, you, I mean, what extra weight? <laughs> like, you, you're carrying around fun bags. I mean, she's not like an E cup. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she's not like Stephanie. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she'll be fine. If anything, she'll just get them reducted. If you know, worst case scenario. Well, not worst case scenario, but like, you know, I mean, I feel like it's not gonna be. She's not gonna miss that much time. That's all I'm saying. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, we'll remember, see China ruptured her breast implant and was, like, basically got it fixed and back wrestling, like, a week. Charlotte does a lot more things than China does. No, this was, like, China in her prime. China. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, China in her prime couldn't, like, couldn't compare to China. I would like to, I would like to stop talking about this for a minute and say, get well soon, Monty. Haystack Hastings. Because yeah. he's out. He's not feeling well tonight. You know who else is not feeling too well is um, Walker. What's up with everybody like not doing so well? It's I that, don't know. I just and, got you just and you just came back. It's that spring summer flu. Yeah, it's kind of like my that. allergies are killing me. But it's kind of like that. It's kind of like that time in uh, WWE when everybody was getting injured around WrestleMania. It's like, what's going on? Oh, what yeah. was going on? Yeah, but I would like to say, get well, guys, and we're not forgetting about you. We hope to see you back next week, Monty. Don't we need, worry. We don't, need the man's man music album. Don't worry. George's not going to come around. He's not interested. So. Yeah. Hashtag. Pretty much. Follow the boot. Meh. All right. <laughs> so next up, we got Booker T saying Hulk Hogan should get another chance with WWE. I agree. I disagree. I feel like he's had his time in the sun. He does not need to come back. All right. If he does, like, if it's, like, they can, like, start, like, I've already, they've already started, like, talking about him. That's fine. They can even go a little extra mile, bring back his merchandise a little bit. That's fine. Make him a character again in video games. That's fine. He does not need to be. Wouldn't you screen love screen. to see him on um, tables of three? No, no, no. He needs to stay away. He just needs to stay away. Period. Here's a question. I'm not a Hogan fan. They can, I'm just they can thinking quote he him. should be there because they can who quote he him. Is. They can reference him. They can show highlights of his shows for of his matches for anything like of that sort. He does not need to come back. Okay, without talking about Hogan, here's a question. Is Booker T brain damaged? Probably. Why? Well, think about it. Think about some of the things that he gets pissed off about. Yeah. And some of the things that he gets pissed off about is really not that big of a deal. But then you get somebody like Hogan, and it's like, oh, no, he's fine. You know? I mean, okay, 
Granted, Hogan did so much for everybody in the back. Hogan did so much for himself. No, dude, if you talk to wrestlers, they were happy. Cause what wrestlers? Because I've heard many stories about Hogan. Virgil, really, wow, Dog. Virgil. He dude, was, they all he talk. is a backstage politician. Oh, he's going to try to get on their good side, but he's still going to be at the top. Exactly. But the payday was so good, they didn't care. What payday? Dude, when Hogan was on the card, they made money. Well, and yeah, guess what? Like... He was one of the reasons why they went out of business. You talking about WCW? Yeah, that's definitely true. I'm talking about WWE. But as far as WCW goes... He shouldn't be in the back room being a... Like a writer or an um, agent. He shouldn't do that. He should do special appearance. But that's like how he, Piper did. But that's what he was. Nobody's going to watch a Piper's Pit segment with Hogan. No, we're not going to do a Piper's Pit with Hulk Hogan. I'm just saying special appearances. Like Piper had his special appearances. That's because, every, that's because Piper was well known for wrestling for a bit. And then retiring. Well, not retiring. Just going on a prolonged hiatus for a the, while. So, if he did, like, a little one-off special appearance, it wasn't really that serious. The problem with Hogan is this, is the fact that if you go on social media or anything, he's always talking about, oh, I'm going to get back in the ring. Stay the fuck away. He shouldn't wrestle again. But that's the thing, is that he's always going to talk about that, and that's the biggest issue. That's why you need to get rid of him. (laughs) I think he should be doing table three. He should be doing stuff. But he doesn't want to do that shit. Exactly. That's not going to fly with him. He didn't even want to fucking host... WrestleMania that year. He doesn't want to do any of that shit. All of that is just a way of him to get back into the ring just so people could, like, and why? Why would he even want to get back in the ring anymore these days anyway when his, like, body can't take shit anymore? Exactly. I'm have, the one that hates Hogan. did he just have, like, leg surgery or something or, like, he can't even do the leg drops anymore because his back is, like, super messed up? So why would he even continue to go into See, the I'm the one that doesn't like Hulk Hogan. No one I'm likes Hogan like that. To put him back in the spotlight. He doesn't need to be in the spotlight. He no, had like, his time in the 80s and 90s and the early 2000s. That's it. I think Hogan will be good for business. No, he's not. Then Roman Reigns. What are you talking no, about? No, he won't. As a matter of fact, you know what? There's less Hulk and Maniacs now than there are Roman fans. No, I'm Hulk not saying Hogan was... Hogan for his time, yes, he was the biggest wrestler at the time. But that was his time. It's not his time anymore. He had his moment in the sun. He had his little, you know, 30-plus years of fame. I get that. But he does not need to be in a wrestling ring anymore. And he okay. doesn't really need to be an on-screen personality like that. Okay, to, to go to what you were saying, it wouldn't be a bad idea for him to do special segments. But the problem is, is that with the way that he is, that's not all he wants. Won't be Once again, that is his way <coughs> to get back, to get the camera time that could be given to other people. Like anyone could see when he first came back with WWE the last time. That was this little step by step. I'll come back and host. I will, you know, do the um, live events and stuff for some. Oh, look, and now I'm Undisputed Champion. Why? Yeah. Like, okay, let's move on. I have like an occasional in ring segment in the ring with like a jobber. And that, that will always lead him to try and have a match. You know a guy who should come back? This guy, Happy Birthday Tito Santana. He could come back. Oh, he could. T- he can still wrestle. He still does. Yeah. He's a good teacher. And he's still, I mean, he's still in pretty decent shape for his age, too. Oh, yeah. yeah he's not, he's over, he's over the bridge. He's, he's, he's a Jersey guy. He's kind of like, um, 
He he ages like fine wine, like Ricky Steamboat. Yeah. And he related um, McIntyre. No, not McIntyre. Um, McIntyre. No, no, no. Oh, <laughs> no, it was Bobby Jean joke back in the WrestleMania. What was? What's her name? Who? The only the only thing I remember with Bobby Heenan was whenever he said, It's a flying jalapeno. <laughs> oh my gosh, I, I can't Bobby think Heenan. Yeah, oh. uh Tina Santana was a great guy, great wrestler. He was one of my um he was one of my dad's favorite wrestlers back in the day. He's a great wrestler. I like him. I don't I don't Okay, to we talk about Tito and that led to the Heenan joke. And this is gonna lead Dad, into I screwed no, up. No, this is gonna lead into this question and I'll make it quick. Okay, so everybody compares Corey Graves and says, oh, he's the modern-day Bobby Heenan. I disagree. But I, I disagree with that, too. And I like Corey Chester Graves. Chester and Torah. No, but it's the fact that I was, even, I was listening to him on Raw or SmackDown or whatever he's not it was. Even the, he's not even the Chester and Torah. He's like the Jerry Waller. No, I, I was like heel Jerry Waller. Check this out. So on Raw and SmackDown, I was like listening to the commentary, and it was like, Okay, you're straight ripping off things from Bobby Heenan. Don't do that. Create your own. That was the same fucking problem that people had with, like, you know, Roddy R- Ronda Rousey. Corey Graves is good enough that he doesn't need to rip off of people. Mm-hmm. I did put a, I did put up a question. Because I put, who's who's better? Corey Graves or Don Callis? As far as commentary goes? Yeah. I think I Don Callis is amazing. He does a um, great job. Here's a Don Callis has a better mind. Here's a better question. Which team do you like to see Corey Graves with more? The Raw commentary team or the SmackDown? SmackDown. SmackDown. SmackDown easily. Raw's because I feel like Cole sucks. Honestly, I feel like Corey just needs to stay on SmackDown and just, I hate to say it, bring back Booker. Cause, I hate or whenever, at least get rid of Coach and bring someone else up. I hate Hell, whenever um, commentary. I hate whenever Graves, like when he said this, I was like, oh, don't say that. It was when he goes, I'm a broadcast journalist. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Only Bobby Heenan could say that. Oh, yeah. That was annoying. I miss Bobby. Rest in peace. <sighs> What's next? Before we go off topic, I do have, I mean, before we go to the next subject, I do have one quick question. Sure. Because I don't mind him super that much, but everyone apparently hates him. Why do people hate Michael Cole in commentary so much? I just. Uh, my my whole thing is, he just goes out of um. It's like I'm watching a match. I want to hear the match. I don't want to hear about um tonight. Roman Reigns. This is the whole thing I hate about Jim Ross too. And start talking about somebody else, and you're watching um Zack Ryder in a match, and like he hits his move, and you don't hear anything else. That's why I hate the problem. Or I hate when he does Vinchin and Vintage. And well, he hasn't done the Vintage thing in a long time. I hate when he did like certain stupid things. Sorry, the, the problem with Michael Cole is the fact that he's his commentary is very inconsistent. There are times where he's good, but then there's other times where you're like, okay, he's obviously uh, getting yelled at by Vince McMahon through the Michael. And, and the other thing is his inconsistency with who his favorite wrestlers are. He's supposed to be the face commentator. So but why are you marking out to Elias? And why does and, and and why why does Corey Graves hate Elias? That like, doesn't make sense. That is a good point. I mean th- that that goes into the whole. I, I still think all of that all of that shit is intentional and it's agitating as hell because of the fact that right. they want to play up the whole. Hey, 
it's okay that you don't like Roman Reigns. You can boo him because guess what? Like, even though he's a good guy, you can still boo him the same way how Michael Cole likes a bad guy. See, like, we grew up listening to guys like Grill Monsoon, Bobby Heenan, Joey Styles. I mean, Vince McMahon. I, I enjoyed Vince McMahon back in the day. You know what I mean? There's there's still certain... See, I didn't have that same luxury as you guys because I either grew up with... Jim Ross. Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler or Michael Cole and Taz. So. Yeah. Here's the thing, is that it's very it, it's very frustrating that there's a lot of things that they're trying to incorporate with social media and how things are today and the fact that that the that there's so much access with the internet and they're open about a lot of things now, but they still have certain mentalities that go back to like there's a lot of things they've evolved with, but there's some things that they haven't. And it just makes it a big mess. It's like, who are you catering to right now? Like, I, I mean, you have... Why Why is it that a good product means that, oh, well, uh, the smart audience, that, you know, they, they like that. It's like, I'm sure that if they made NXT, like, if they made an NXT-like show on Raw and SmackDown, that casual people would like that too. Why, why do they not do that? This is why I need a lot to bring of people like Ronaldo. Like, this is why I need to bring back stuff like Sunday Night Heat. Honestly, I miss Sunday Night Heat. Yeah, I mean back in the day that stuff was kind of or like, Tuesday Taboo. What about Shotgun Saturday Night? Shotgun Saturday Night. <laughs> a lot of people like Ronaldo as commentator. I like him, but I, I liked him. Bef- I liked him before WWE because I I liked him in his boxing. So that's okay, I, he's not he's good. I like him, but he bitches and cries too much. That's the only thing I don't like. He's got a sports commentator feel. Like a legit sports He's commentator. He's truly passionate about his stuff, though. But, like, he goes into, like, a snowball liberal kind of world. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And I don't like that. You know what I mean? I mean, he suffers he, from anxiety and stuff. That's not like I a understand, big thing. but don't, it's don't just, tell it's, me it's that. Mainly, it's mainly just because, you know, the pressure. And he got upset over JBL. Well, JBL's an asshole, so I mean, people can get upset. But everybody went through it. Dude, I've been bullied. I bet you've been bullied. Yeah, but, but that doesn't make it that, okay. Exactly. Just but be, and besides, your, you know, opinion on bullying and stuff is not going to be the same as Brunello's or mine. Dude, because if somebody's going to bully me, I'm going to punch them in the face. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I get that, but at the same time, it's... Not everyone's there's be there's a way. difference between like yeah this guy shoved me around and then oh JBL sticked his finger up my asshole you have to deal with somebody that would do that to people backstage why the fuck JBL still had a job to start out with is like ridiculous mm-hmm. uh, that's sure. why it was that's why it was funny as hell when Joey Styles knocked him out yeah and of course lo and behold Joey Styles is nowhere to be found anymore because he offended people. Yeah, that's the thing I don't like. I hate that whole, you offended me, blah, blah, blah. Let's move on. <laughs> what else we got? Ronda missing Raw because of Shark Week taping? Yeah. I need to know why. Okay, to clarify, she didn't skip out on Raw to watch Shark Week on TV. Okay. That would have been a better reason. <laughs> that would have been hilarious, but no. Apparently... Fran told me that um, she's taping a show or documentary of some sort on Shark Week. Yeah. Okay. 
So I guess that's what she's. Is she gonna make a t- um I shark tap out? I generally don't know why would she need to be on Shark Week, but hey, maybe she's like she knows some stuff. I mean, I don't really go. Well, regardless of the fact that she's, I, I would have guessed it was just Sharknado Seven, but <laughs> that would have been, that been amazing. Is that how many they're up to? I mean, they had six with Kurt Angle and Seth Rollins. Regardless of sure. the fact that she's got a full time contract, she's still one of their special attractions. So she's going to have extra liberties. Yeah, like you know, occasional TV appearances movies that's i mean all of that's just going to benefit wwe anyway exactly if they still let her do things like that so that they could say wwe superstar ronda rousey mm-hmm. it makes them look better yeah so okay what's next going um, backlash no um money in the bank we can talk about backlash first because we got to talk about uh it's backlash and then go over to fantasy league who's in the top five or whatever. Yeah. And then last we talk about money in the bank. Cause I want to talk about like favorite money in the bank moments and just everything. Um, so backlash Miz versus Rollins. Everything else was throwaway. Best match of the night. Easily. That. I enjoyed it. I give credit to Seth Rollins. He didn't. There's a clap and miss dude. He's like moving upward. From his great promos, now his matches are getting better and better and better. His his match, I mean, I will say this: if you told me Miz from like his first WWE title run was going to be like a super big star later on in his career, I wouldn't believe you. But here we are, and honestly, I'm glad to be wrong. This his match at Backlash. And even the one he had against Jeff Hardy on SmackDown. Honestly, in like the past, like I would say like two months or so, I really haven't seen a bad Miz match. No. But his matches really show... He's, he's got potential. Well, no, not even that. Is that there's reason why he's rest, why he's having the, the extra match time and everything. I think he's getting ready for a world title push. I think I, at this point, it. I wouldn't mind it. Yeah. I mean, he totally deserves it. He can only win the Intercontinental so many, title so many times. Yeah. Yeah. I think and he needs to hold it one more time. And it's, safer to, and it's safer for him to do it on SmackDown. You know, bring a little more prestige back to the WWE title. Make it a must-see title. Not saying AJ isn't doing his job. Oh, AJ's doing a great job. But if you're, like, but to, like put him back in a spot of being, like, having the WWE Championship be the championship and this is one of the guys to do it do you this think, is oh god do you think the nakamura for the title part is done with no no no, no. This, this is what's going to happen probably wrong whatever um <laughs> nakamura is finally going to win it's going to fucking happen like he's he's going to win and then brian's going to beat nakamura and then miz is going to cash in on brian and there's your wrestlemania feud or at least your SummerSlam feud. Dude, that's not a bad Brian idea. versus Miz should be a WrestleMania feud. If they, if they can stretch it out that long. If they can it depends get... on how long they're willing to have Nakamura as a champion, though. But I'll tell you this. Kaz needs to be the bodyguard of Miz. No. I think Miz is fine on his own and not need another I, bodyguard. I think he needs that that guy that out... And then you can have Miz versus Yeah, but that, that, that takes away from wait, wait, Miz wait. because you're just basically putting somebody in the same Alex Riley position that he always needs. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? With the way that they've been 
and having them interact could totally yeah. see it happening. I, I mean, yeah, unfortunately, it's going to happen, but I don't want it to. I, I don't like Cass. I feel like Miz is good. I think he's the worst person at test, but. <laughs> I feel, I, like I said, I feel like Miz is at this point is good enough on his own that he doesn't need another bodyguard. Because, honestly, if that keeps if that keeps going down that way, it's gonna hurt his character. Not every heel. Nobody wants to needs see a bodyguard. Nobody wants to like, see Cass see... as a bodyguard when they already have the better version called Drew McIntyre on Raw. Exactly. Like no one, not every heel needs a bodyguard character. Like Drew McIntyre is fine. You know, brings back to the spotlight on Raw. But you don't see like Samoa Joe having like you know backup. But you have to remember, what is the Miz, the movie star? Yeah, but at the same time, he's still fine on his own. Yeah, he does have the Marine coming home soon. So So what are you saying? That he's going to have a new Mistourage? I'm not saying Mistourage. I think he's going to have somebody just being his guy behind the scene, like watching him. Nobody jumps him if that's when the he case, has the time. If that's the case, then the Mistourage would have been on SmackDown with him. I don't think it makes sense to, they need to break up a staple that was doing good. To just bring him into a twosome. If they're gonna, if they do that at all, they need to have somebody that's not gonna overshadow the Miz. I mean, who's down exactly. to who's down to a five? Because you can see. see that that's why the Miz Raj works because they didn't talk. Well, then the fact you that it's Curtis Axel and Bo, take away from. It's, it's Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas. So if there's if there's two people that were taken less seriously than the Miz, is those two, and who's, they just worked all and they just worked well as a group. Who's down in um, NXT? I mean, um, that can be the main, the the guy to back him up. Nobody, Nobody. right now. We Nobody. need somebody. Well, speaking of people in uh, NXT, like, so is almost supposed to be debuting next, next week. week. Okay. okay. Honestly, I'm looking forward to it. What about Eric Young and um? They're Simon? they're later on this month. Okay. okay. Did you see um? How big do you think Sanity will be on SmackDown? Do you think they'll get like a tag title shot? I think they will. Do you think they'll do the free world rule? That'd be awesome. Yeah, they will. Um, because you got the New Day out there, so they will. So we talked about okay. So we talked about the the positive, the one positive of back. I mean, was there anything else that was like okay, this was decent? Um, no, to be honest with you, I can't really think of anything in particular. I think um. The women's matches were decent. Which one? I thought the Charlotte match was decent. Well, that's Charlotte. That's already a given. Um, like, no, it wasn't great. No. I thought it was just decent. No, I it was I, lackluster. I, I, no, I thought with the exception of the Brian. I mean, with the exception of the Miz Rollins match. No, I was thinking about that, and then I said, "Oh, that's why I blocked it out of my mind because I know that you're a Carmella fan." But what the fuck was that ending? Oh yeah, that's something different. No, it wasn't something different. It was bullshit. Yeah, Carmella is the 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 bitch cheating heel, and she cleanly beat Charlotte. Why? The person who just beat Oscar can't beat Carmella. Yeah, How does that make any sense? Exactly. Right now, I think WWE did a bad job move getting rid of James Ellsworth. Carmella was so over. With no, no Ellsworth was, was over. over. Carmella really wasn't. At the time, I kind of even forgot he was with her. 
Especially like when he left her, like he was doing better on his own. Dude, I loved it when he went up to the money and bag and took it, dropped it right in her. That life. was the worst thing he could have done. He, okay, you know what? But how many times did you see that stuff? Okay, yeah, what you get? What you get? They'll do that stuff when they already have it established as something, not as your first. Let's put a fantasy ever. Let's put a fantasy thing going there. Let's say the first Money in Bank uh, ladder match was Shawn Michaels in there, and Sherry went up there, pulled the um, Money. That would have been bullshit. Don't even end it, dude. I would loved it, and that would have been bullshit. You would have been the one person that loved it. Because just it's because. something different. It's not something different. Just, just because it, 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 yes, it's something different doesn't mean it's good. So you're saying something could be complete dog shit. You know what? That's Vince Russo's mentality. This is the dumbest fucking shit in the world, but Let's it's different. Do. I just feel Vince like, Russo I'm not saying they couldn't do that. Just don't do it as your first ever anything. You want an example of the fan base that Carmella has? Go on Twitter. You know what they like? Incest. Okay, I read some of these messages and I go, okay, I don't like to use this word a lot, but these people are literally retarded. Half the WWE fans are. Okay, so we have one person who's not retarded. <laughs> because Dave is a fan of Carmella. So we're not going to call him retarded. Thanks, you just called me retarded. Anyway, I didn't call you retarded. Moving on, back You're to not. <laughs> anyway, moving on back to Money in the Bank. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we had... Okay. Oh God, I <laughs> let me get away from this word. Let me use something a little bit nicer. You know something that really uh, kind of I don't I don't know. Maybe feel like I was inhaling paint fumes was uh, Nia Jax's promo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's your favorite promo? No, it's not. And oh yeah, and that was the other thing was that there were people online too saying it was so inspiring. I'm like, are what the hell is Where? wrong with you people? Where was it expire? Inspiring. Yes, these cue cards that Nia Jax read are so inspiring. What is wrong with your cat staring at me here? Because she wants to know why we were really talking about Nia Jax's promo. It's like, oh my god, erase that from my memory. Right, actually, you hated her promo too, didn't you? Don't be ordinary. Be extraordinary. <laughs> uh, it would have been better if she just said, don't be a bully, be a star. Like, Hey, that would have been a better better. It was the one, no, it was, you know what, I'm going to agree with you on this one thing. It was going back to something that you said a long time ago, is that she needs to stop smiling. That she thing. needs to stop doing any of this. She just needs to whoop people's asses. Dude, Dang. Awesome Kong. Awesome Kong. Yeah, but Awesome Kong was... Different. She was a monster. Vince McMahon hates making monsters. When's the last time you've seen a wrestler became a monster? Awesome Kong. She, she's she's different. She Like, you know, yeah, why, why, why are the... She's only different because she's a fucking tank with dreads. Like... <clears throat> yeah. But... She's a big woman. Sexy woman, but big. You know what I mean? You know who likes Nia Jax? Monty. Does he? Oh, Monty loves Nia Jax. Monty <laughs> Not obsesses over Nia Jax should have been the monster that... Does Nia Jax have a lazy eye, though? It does kind of look like it sometimes. No. I but she just has like a weird like, blink. <laughs> she, but the it's, not a lazy, does. it's not a lazy eye. It's a weird blink. No, George likes Alexa Bliss because he's always got that one picture on Facebook. I think that's the only picture he has. Yeah, Alexa, you're right. I do agree with you. She should be a, well, not like a monster. 
She should. She should have just a, a powerhouse. Just that like, match. That that match at Backlash. Uh, a powerhouse. God. I, you see. Okay. You know what? Before the show, I said let's not talk over each other. I'm doing it constantly. What were you about to say? Um, like she should be a powerhouse, just running through. You know the division. You know, establishing yourself as this dominant top force. You know, not having her like. Like, I mean, yeah, Braun, you know, he does like the, you know, the smiling and all that. But, like, that's just his natural personality. With Nia, it's like force. See, they should put Lana. No. No. Keep, just put Lana with Rusev. No, because if you remember, I think, I I don't remember her name, but she was with Awesome Kong. But I knew her other name was Cheerleader Melissa, I think it was. And she was the mouthpiece. Not every monster needs a mouthpiece, though. Naya is not like bad at talking. She just had one bad promo. No, Naya is not bad at talking. She's bad at reading cue cards. That too. They just need to let her talk. Just yeah. When just, she's just talking on commentary, she was fine. fine. When they have her like make statements like that, it seems forced and a little awkward. And that's why the crowd is booing the hell out of it. Yeah. Here's a question though, and. I was watching this match and I said they need to do this but they're not going to do it. They're going to make it where Nia literally looks like the underdog which is absurd. Yeah. Why can't they just have Nia Jax squash her? That's Vince's problem with line of thinking. He makes people that in no way shape or form are the underdog the underdog. Hence Roman Reigns. It's like Nia... The the most natural underdogs he's had were obviously the Mysterio. Hey Guerrero, uh, Daniel Bryan, of course. You know, those are actual legit underdogs. You can't make Cena an underdog. You can't make Lesnar an underdog. You can't make, you damn sure can't make Roman an underdog. It's just, it doesn't work. Because, like, that's like saying, hey, let's make Superman an underdog. Let's make Braun Strowman the underdog. (laughs) Yes. Like, it just doesn't work. So, I totally forgot. That's like, like, sorry to interrupt. It's like having Braun <laughs> like, <laughs> Sorry, I'm on a roll with these analogies. It's like having Braun Strowman come out and just be like, yeah, I'm about to be in the toughest fight of my life, and he's going up against Heath Slater. <laughs> your, your TV show got canceled. Okay. What I, the fuck? <laughs> Hold on a second. Oh, fuck you. No, um... That was a good one, and he just said, fuck you. <laughs> but I totally forgot. NXT has a pay-per-view coming up, too. Takeover? Take yeah. Takeover. Okay. I totally forgot. They're doing one right for Money in Bank. Because it's the major five now. Oh, that's interesting. So, I just I just saw it come up on my page saying, um, it looks like it's going to be Alistair Black versus Lawrence Sullivan for an NXT title. Oh, yes. God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Nikki Cross versus Basler. Basler? Shayna Basler. Um, the NXT t- um, title, tag team titles. Is I can't pronounce the dude's name. Holy crap! Can you pronounce that? For which title? The tag team. Only Lorkin and Danny Birch. Is that versus Roger Strong? How do you pronounce it? One Lo- One Lorkin. One Lorkin. One Lorkin. My gosh, it's so hard. I need to work on that. Let's go back to my my next man crush, Lars Sullivan. <laughs> <laughs> really? I already I already said I already said that every single time that Lars Sullivan's in a match, I'm gonna say he's gonna win. Is it gonna be? Alistair, hell no. Bunga says he's going to win anyway. For those of you that don't know, 
Fran absolutely adores Lars Sullivan. He, right down to his weird finishing move. He is okay, you know what? It was the same it was the same thing with Ryback. Is, you were in love with Ryback? Dude, Ryback was fucking hilarious, especially when he had that one like what was that one angle they had with Paul Heyman where they had like Oh that, god, when he fucking Paul had <laughs> kissed him on the cheek and shit. <laughs> Like, Paul Heyman looked like he wanted to, like, hold him and be like, Oh, yes, my big, beefy Ryback. That was weird. And then we had Braun Strowman. And then I said, you know, this was back when Braun Strowman could not take a back bump. And I said, this guy is awesome. I don't even know why. Now, all of a sudden, everybody loves him. Yeah, Fran loved Braun before Braun was popular. I don't know if the same is going to happen with Lars, but... Yeah, because... I just want to see. I just want to see him actually hit his finisher once, where it's like, "Wow, that actually looks cool." Instead it, of it instead doesn't. of, "Wow," it's you know what it looks it like is? a rock bomb that he slips in the process of. You doing. know the only move that looks worse than that though is Ronda's throw. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And then you got the Roderick Strong, Kyle O'Reilly, and the Mad Tag. So he matches. is tag champ now. They, no, it's, he's doing the free, free board rule. Just because Bobby Fish is out injured. It's good. Um, Champa versus um, Johnny Gar- um, Gar- Gargano. Gargano, thank you. Gargano. Gargano. Are we going to see Gargano have another five-star classic? Probably. I don't know. It's going to be a street fight, maybe. Is Probably. he going to be uh, NXT's Kenny Omega? Don't know. Good I question. mean, it could be. And then he's, Wretched versus Dream. Who versus who? Dream. Dream and who? Ratchet. Ricochet. Ricochet. Why did I say Ratchet? Ratchet? Ratchet. What did I say? say That's going to be his nickname from now on. (laughs) Who's Ratchet? I don't know. Goddamn. That would probably be a really good match. I'm looking forward to that. Ricochet. For those of you who don't know, I love Velveteen Dream. Yes. He is is one of my absolute favorite wrestlers right now. Right it, down to his theme song. So, he's going why is Adam be. Cole on this card? What's that? Adam Cole. What is new total? That is a good point. Good Maybe they're waiting for him to defend it against someone legit. They haven't had like any number one contenders matches for it yet. Okay. Best bet would be UC3. Then again, that title, that card is subject to change. It's still a little early. Yeah. Ricochet. Oh my gosh, I'm losing it today. But... We've been starting late anyway. Okay, what's next? Um, that's uh, league stuff. League um, stuff. Yeah, so who's in the top five right now? For before we do that, backlash. Top five backlash. We got Sierra Wilkinson at seventy six points. Congrats, Sierra. Good job. And right next, right underneath her, we got Ian Livingston at seventy one. Yeah, he just started recently. Nice, strong start, dude. Third place, we got Richard Antonio with 68. Congrats. Meh. Hashtag, hashtag follow the boot. Hashtag pretty much. Hashtag follow the boot. We got George Palerino at 68 points. I still think that's a fix. Because <laughs> there's no way a person with no actual interest in wrestling scores this highly. Anyway, and then at number five, we got Thomas Baldwin with 68 points. Congrats, Thomas. Where are you? You're number nine. I know, 66. top 10, I'm really proud of that. And right underneath me is James Hughes, which is good, nice. 
And the really one I care about the most is James Weiss at 17 with that weak-ass 56 <laughs> points. Suck it, James. I'm coming for you. I'm my taking your top spot. My team was 18. Friends, 19. That's surprising. And then the uh, what are the all-time scores list? Oh, and D.B. Richards, number seven, top ten. Congrats, the two top teners over here. Yes. High five. Okay, let's get to the. Oh, Fran feels left out. Oh. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Your show is canceled. <laughs> Hey, you know what? When Fortnite gets canceled, you can give me shit. <laughs> yeah, because Fortnite's definitely going to cancel anytime soon. No! Okay, here we go. You're going to do it? Oh, sorry. At number true. one, and not for long, we got James Weiss with the <laughs> lifetime of 429 points. That's weak numbers, dude, and I'm coming for you. At number two, we got your boy, JCL, at four, 14. I'm coming. Okay, start playing MVP's theme song because I'm coming. Dude, that's the Fuck first MVP. <laughs> and third, we got Brian Bennett with 410 points. He's coming for you, too. Oh, please. He wishes. And then at four, we got Sierra Wilkinson at 403 points. Stay below me, please. I need this top spot. And at number five, we got Joe Law with 401 points. This is very close, but I will win. Who's number six? No, we don't care. No, uh, we really don't care because we got to talk about Money in the Bank before we conclude the show. So, Money in the Bank, one of their top pay-per-views of the year. It has been for, oh, you want this? Yes, please. Okay, here, you got my invitation, Red Bull. Thank you. Um, okay, so Money in the Bank. You're giving away Red Bulls? Coke. Oh, my God, there's a Pepsi in there. Did you take a well, sip I mean, out already standing up, so. Oh. <laughs> don't worry, we got this. Anyway, with Money in the Bank coming up, we figured no! we'd do some early. <laughs> no! Whoa, 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 what? I mean, you're still standing. Does that stuff I work? I know, that doesn't matter. Yeah, apparently I'm going to drink the whole time. That's why I can't go to sleep, so. Um, oh. Anyway, with Money in the Bank around the corner, we figured we'd do some early pr- predictions. Well, before we... I thought that was Pepsi. <laughs> no, did you want that? I want to try it. Okay. Oh, my God! <laughs> Money in the bank. Early predictions. Uh, we already no, know. We're that. not talking about the predictions yet. Yeah, we're talking about money in the bank in general. What is your favorite money in the bank moments? Like, oh, favorite just, money in the bank moments. Just everything having to do with it because we Kofi haven't actually. Anything with Kofi and Shelton Benjamin. Anything with Shelton Benjamin. I don't really remember Kofi being in uh, money in the bank that much. He Are you sure you're not talking about Royal Rumble? No, Kofi was in. Um, maybe like in the early start of his career. No, Kofi, Kofi was. He basically had Shelton's role after a while, mm-hmm. where he was like the, the, the spot monkey. Yeah. Um, but as far as... So, WWE programming as a whole, like their whole... Uh, the, the way that they structured everything changed after Money in the Bank. Because after that, now you can literally have anybody as a champion. Yeah. I think that's one of the things that... Is wrong with wrestling because now everybody that won the Money in the Bank has won the title. Almost, not almost. Yeah, John Cena's won. I mean, well, well he's he's had plenty. He never of won the title with Money in the Bank. Yeah, and but not everyone won. Daniel Sandow and Baron Corbin. 
Well, Sandow lost the... Wait, who, who were the ones that lost the briefcase? Wasn't uh, Kennedy lost the briefcase? Because he lost it... He had his match with Edge, wasn't it? And then Edge cashing on yeah. Undertaker. So... Now I remember that one. Yes. Yeah, there's been plenty of money in the bank failures. Of course, we could talk about your favorite winner, Carmella. Um, that's going to be, you know what, that's going to be the other interesting thing is what they do with the women's ladder match this year. Because I could, I could criticize the fuck out of the first one. We're not going to get into that because... We already did. Yeah. Um... It wasn't. It wasn't how it, it ended. It was the fact that they almost knew that was an abortion because they did another match the next night. I thought it was a bad thing to do. No, I think the first thing was a bad thing to do. So, so there was that. Um, Cena or uh, Edge's cash in the the original one. Obviously, that was huge. See, Michael Michael Cole talked about on Raw, still mentioned Ziggler's. That was historically good, just because of crowd response. Yeah. I think Ambrose was a pretty good one, too. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Um, Wait, was... Didn't... Rey Mysterio won one. Did he? I mean, I don't, no, I don't it was Kane. Kane cashed in on Rey Mysterio. Yeah, okay, cashed. that's what it was. Oh, yeah, and then Daniel Bryan, of course. Yes. We, Dan we, Bryan was we, really good. We cashed on the big show. That was a really good one. Yeah, that was a funny one. Um, then you have the ones that happened where they were like, okay, we're going to uh, we're, we're going to schedule the cash-in, which was Van Damme at One Night Stand. And that, that, was, that was a great match. Um, of course, Rollins, the one at WrestleMania, that was a huge one. Yeah. That that kind of that kind of saved that main event. If we're talking about shock value, Miz is cash-in. Yes. Oh yeah, and, and the really pissed off kid that yeah. looks like Ronda Rousey. <laughs> oh my gosh, that kid! Whatever happened to her? That kid sold it for his for character. It's like that. It's like that black guy when Taker lost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that <clears throat> made that made Mrs. Cash in like that much more like impactful. I think the fans that they put put on make it for that person. You got you got to hand us to the camera crew being able to point out people like that. So, yeah. true. But I agree with you. My probably one of my own favorite match cash ins, or cash in matches anyway, was definitely one night stand Rogan and Cena. That was a good one. Yeah. Uh, favorite cash in, probably Ziggler's after Mania cash in, with second being Dean Ambrose's because I love Dean Ambrose, and then I think the my least favorite. Was Jack Swagger? Not Jack. <laughs> not even. No, Jack Swagger was all right. But my least favorite, Del Rio's. Del Rio's. <laughs> Del Rio. Del Rio in general is a. It's just an accident. So. Yeah. <laughs> Del Rio was an accident. He he was. I mean, think about it. You got a guy who was like. <laughs> like a, a good wrestler, and like regardless of what they did with him, he just didn't. You, you couldn't want to watch a Del Rio match. There's a reason why people like... I mean... It, well, that's not necessarily true. No, Ziggler's cash-in worked on multiple levels. Yeah. Nobody wanted to deal with Del Rio because he's basically the Mexican Roman Reigns. And I then, wouldn't say that. Watch it again and remember at that time, nobody wanted Del Rio in that position. And again, he was getting pushed, but at the same time... 
to call him the Mexican Roman Reigns, I feel like that's a little too extreme. Nobody gives a fuck Don't about his. Wrong. Nobody he, gives a fuck about his destiny. Okay. <laughs> but in history, CM Punk is the only one that won it twice. Yes. Yeah. Once at WrestleMania, and then once uh, later on, right? But Edge also had multiple cash-ins, even, <laughs> even though he beat Kennedy for yeah. the briefcase. So and Cat Edge coined like created the whole at the last minute of the pay-per-view cash-in thing. See, I don't think guys like Randy Orton, Edge, Sheamus, guys that are already over, should be in the Money in the Bank. For Randy Orton's though, that was plot specific. Plot specific. specific. Yeah, because that led into the whole. You know, developing Brian's top guy status and the authority on top of that. So that was like a necessary evil thing. But Cena's was wasted. But but the thing with but the thing with uh, Randy Orange or whatever is that we never really know about how much they had planned ahead of time and how much was organic. And that it's like okay, we need to do this right now because otherwise we're really they. That was the one point in time where they seemingly didn't have a choice but to go with what the crowd wanted. Mm-hmm. So, because <laughs> what were the choices besides Randy at that time? I don't even remember. What do you mean, as far as just being the like the main eventer? No, like the no for his money in the bank ladder match that he yeah, won. Yeah, CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, Christian, Sheamus, and Rob Van Dam. Oh, then I take it back. Then again. Felt like Randy, that was his time to win it. I mean, most of those guys in that match, they already won it, so. So, Orton held the contract for 35 days. Yeah, he could have cashed it in at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Was was Kane the one that cashed it in the, the same, same pay-per-view? Yes. Correct. Did anybody else do that? Ambrose. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. He did do that. Which I like. Kane held the contract for 49 minutes. Yeah, because they had the money in the bank like in the beginning, right? Because it was still, like, they still had the separate money in the bank. Swagger yeah. held it for two days. Yeah. yeah. I like when they do that because it adds a little bit of more, like, you know, impact. It, it can happen the same night or it can happen at Mania. Yeah. Edge held the contract for one day. <laughs> I think that's when Kennedy had it for 36 days. So, with the money in the bank coming up, so we so we, so we already know... You know what? Maybe maybe Brock Lesnar is the most brilliant guy alive. He could be like, well, how can anybody cash in on me? I'm never around. Good point. Do you think that <laughs> they would never do this, but it would be funny as hell if they did? If it, if it, it, no, if it was almost like hardcore rules where it's <laughs> somebody's like, you know what? I'm just going to go to Brock's house. <laughs> <laughs> Brock, is, Brock is just eating dinner with Sable. <laughs> I mean, like, as long know? as you got a ref and a bell, it still counts. That would be hardcore title back again. That'd be great. That would be fucking hilarious. Hardcore title twenty four seven. I won't think they'll do a twenty four seven rule. Oh, better yet, better yet. You know what happens? They try to catch Brock while he's sleeping. (laughs) 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 Like, like somebody like breaks it and goes, "Be very quiet, ref." (laughs) It goes. And then Brock goes, what the hell? Suplex said it. The dumbass ring beller guy just rings the bell all loud and wakes Brock up. Sable is like, what the fuck? And Brock is like, what's going on here? You know what would be funny? The referee is Mark Merrow. 
That'd be hilarious. So, so the morning back this year, you so far we got Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, The Miz, and Rusev Day. There's four more left. And on the women's side, we just have Ember Moon, right? And Charlotte. Ember Moon, Charlotte, yes. The money is on <laughs> Strowman winning, but All right, here's I really better, think that Miz should win. It's through, since it's like really early for that, here's a better thing. Who do you see win? What brand do you see winning the briefcase? I think. Like, like, like the men, which, for the men, which brand do you see? I think SmackDown. Smackdown. Okay, and then women, Raw? Correct. I agree. But. You don't know what WWE's going to do. It could be two SmackDowns instead, or two Rolls. If they had... Because Strowman doesn't need to win the money in the bank. I mean, if they... He's so If over. it's Raw, Balor's winning. And this is how it's going to happen. They're going to have Brock have his whole I mean, match with Roman, where they make Roman like this big thing, and then Balor comes in... As Demon Balor. Brock cashes in on Roman. He cashes it as Demon Valor. That would be even more hilarious. That'd be great. Yo. And the face paint no, no, just no, has no, dollar no. signs on it. No, better yet. Better yet. He's crawling on the ground and everything, and the referee's just like, do I have to follow this guy? <laughs> you know what would be funny? The boogeyman comes out. I'm the boogeyman. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. But I'd tell, totally so see you going down that way if Raw wins the Money in the Bank title. I mean, the money in the bank. Because Demon Balor doesn't lose. Well, the other, well, the other thing um, was that if they had if they had Balor or cash in, it would be a cash in that would lead to his actual like heel turn. Because they've been talking about him turning heel for a while. I mean, why not? I feel like he's due for it. It's not like he can't be a heel. If the Balor Club is anything to go. I mean, the Bullet Club. But the Balor anything. Club is for everyone. I'm sorry, the Bullet Club. The Balor Club. Who else? No, or yeah, Corey Graves calling it the Bullet Club. Oh. Finn Balor and his stupid smile and popping collars. So, I think we're done for now. No, we're not done. No, we're not done. Because we still got to talk about who's going to win the, uh, we're almost done, um, the, the women's money in the bank. Uh. Just, I, just, just a quick prediction. I, I think Charlotte. Ember? No. Charlotte's won enough. I feel like. As far as newcomers goes, I don't know who might take it. Right now, I don't know who's on the card yet. Honestly, we have to we have to talk about this next week. Honestly, I don't really if care. It's gonna be somebody from Raw. I see it being Ember Moon. I don't care who wins on the women's I side. I just want to see an eclipse off the ladder. That'd be great. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I ain't even thought of who that. who and the women. Oh, uh, Mickey James. James. You think Mickey James could take that belt? She's a fucking spot monkey for shit like did, that. Did you see the eclipse that she took? Yeah, I know. Yeah. She's she's she, she flipped. She's totally <laughs> taking that eclipse. Best believe that there's going to... Mickey James is totally going to be in it. Yeah. Best believe that she's taking an eclipse from the top. Who else? My question, who else can take a bump? There's a lot of... Well, I can't really think of anybody else on Raw, but... SmackDown? Probably Becky. Yeah. Oh, Becky. You you know she's you know she's gonna be uh bumping for some. Sh- um, right, so. We'll talk about this next week. Yeah. So we got the so we got the social media page, uh, Instagram, um, pro wrestling discussions on Facebook, our SoundCloud page. We have the iTunes page now. So if you look up the Instagram, it's the icon with the microphone under Fran Lazardic. Um, we have Twitter. We have 
YouTube, which still needs content, which hopefully we will have soon, thanks to DB's side, because you're gonna possibly uh, we'll we'll talk we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. Um, Monty was talking about this last week to check out the people over at Double Dropkick Podcast. I forgot their website off the top, but if you search them on Google, I believe that they do come up as that. And uh, I feel like I'm forgetting something else, but we we are we're over on time. Was so. it Keener's wrestling stuff? H O H. Oh I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. So H O H is coming up. Um, shout out to my friend. Mark, I know I was supposed to call you up so that we can chit-chat, but we're out of time. We'll do that next week. Why you didn't put that on there? Just Mark. It's the one dude I was telling you that I was going to call him for. The guy, huh. the guy that uh, Ken Anderson ripped off of. Oh, really? Yeah. Along with some other people. I'm going to keep talking about this and we're, we're, we're done. Um, you have anything else? Uh, I look forward to the House of Hardcore. I look forward to the uh, Money in the Bank. And uh, long term, I hope Dean Ambrose comes back soon. Yes, very soon. What the hell is going on with him? He's just chilling. He's just chilling with Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> so, hashtag follow the boot. <laughs> That's not going to be a thing. It is a thing. No, it's not. Because when my thing from the side project comes out, follow the boot. No. You know what I got to say about that? <laughs> Meh. <laughs> this is Fran. JCL. DB Richards. Good night, everybody. Later. Follow Lake. I'm not going to follow the boot. <laughs> I'm going to throw my phone at you. <laughs> but I'm not good.